0: Welcome to a podcast with Hutakshi Chohan for International Women's Day, brought to you by the Sainsbury's Inspire Network. Hutakshi is a senior merchandiser at our offices over in India. Speaking with her provided me an amazing insight into another culture. I came away from my conversation with Hutashki feeling so inspired, motivated and educated and I hope you feel the same. International Women's Day this year the theme is choose to challenge so my question for you is what will you choose to challenge this International Women's Day?
1: So for me I will choose to challenge um, gender bias and inequity I feel that being a mother um, and a woman and being a career woman I've observed there is a lot of parity across mothers and women choosing to work and sort of pursue their career than following a stereotype that's been created for us culturally. Actually, interestingly, someone told me, stay at home, your kids or your child needs you more than your workforce. And actually, I heard another one where when I became a mother, I was told that, oh, now that you have become a mother, you know, your first um, priority is your child. You are first that and you're not say, a career woman, and actually your success will now be marked through your child's success and not from your career or job. I still chose to work, and I don't think that has made me any less of a good mother. And I've always questioned why a woman should have to choose between a career or motherhood, and why can it not be uh, one in spite of the other than one instead of the other. So I think from me, I choose to challenge that gender bias. And I do feel that from challenge, yeah definitely comes change
0: i love that and also you're like you said you're actually already doing that by choosing yourself and going against that that stereotype that you shouldn't be working by doing what you're doing now so that's amazing you should be should be really proud of yourself and like you said just before we were recording this part about being a teacher to your son the whole year and still working your job you're juggling everything at once so it's amazing.
1: I do feel for a woman in my in my culture in my country I feel that our duties never end we we are sort of in a never-ending cycle of duties it is our duty to wake up in the morning and do certain chores in the house it is our duty to get our children ready or fix the meal or a sort of lunch for our spouses or family it's a duty if our child is not eating we will be the first one to step out of a call and go and feed him really like you're right like it's our duty to teach him and you know guide him in his education all of these duties lie on us and actually what's interesting is within the stereotype is the expectation so the expectation lies on the woman i don't represent the average indian woman I represent a very different, out there, modern, educated Indian woman. But if I feel that gender bias, I can only imagine what other women you know, within my family or my you know, extended family or communities feel. So I've, I've been blessed that way, that um, I've been given that opportunity to really push those boundaries.
0: Do you have a woman who's been particularly influential in your life?
1: Actually, I do. When I started out... Um, reading about sort of, you know, leaders that you should follow or you should consider as you grow to be, you know, as you grow to be, you want to be wanting to be a leader. Mm-hmm. I think one person, if you may have heard about her, her name is Indra Nui. She was the CEO of PepsiCo in the US. She was actually one of the first women leaders I read about or I even heard about. She's an Indian. So she, you know, by, by culture and by heritage, she is coming from a very normal household. She's an Indian, her parents are Indian. She's married to an Indian person. And she moved to the States when she wanted to do her, I think, management studies after graduating through, I think, one of the good colleges from India. What was interesting was she mentioned something about, it is not important that you're privileged from the start. You can be as normal as anybody out there. But if you're encouraged by your family, your parents, to really hold and hone your education, excel in the things that will make you you know, stand tall, whether it's a man or a woman right next to you. I think that education is such a dynamic tool that one every girl should get across the world. Ash, that will help her navigate through her life. That will give her the opportunities, you know, to to make something of herself. Something that really struck me very interestingly about Indra was there was an interview where she was talking about her challenges as an Indian mother, an Indian daughter-in-law. And she mentioned that uh, in her interview that she says that the struggles that she had to go through being an Indian daughter-in-law, an Indian mother or a wife. Uh, She said that being a CEO at PepsiCo, you know, she was still a wife, she was still a mother, and she was still a daughter-in-law when she stepped back at home. She had to remove that sort of CEO hat And when she stepped into the house, she was just a normal member of the house where her mother-in-law would ask her 10 things and she would be expected to sit with her children, her daughters to sort of sit down with their studies, or she would have to look after her husband for some chores. So that's the part, whether you're a CEO or whether you're just a simple executive in a business, your education will lead you everywhere. But that education is going to give you that thought process and that, that sanity to change hats. As swiftly and being very stealth in, you know, how you sort of engage in different roles.
0: You've said a lot about education there, and I think in the UK, education is something that we really take for granted. Everyone is put into school at three, four years old, and it's free to us. We stay there, we get that for free, and we moan about going to school and we want to leave school early because we're bored or whatever actually it's it's something that I've always known, but speaking to you now, it's such a simple thing that that we're just given in our lives that we do take for granted so easily.
1: I totally agree with you
0: I, but but that's how it is. I think
1: culturally, you know we all have different cultures, but I'm sure that you know you will have other stories to share, you know about say the the challenges that a woman goes through. A lot of those maybe we don't feel it as well. We've constantly been around people we i I can't even fathom what loneliness means. I possibly cannot know what that means. So I think for the women of my country, education helps them to get that exposure, open up their minds to start thinking and questioning things. And when they question, can they bring change?
0: If you could give any advice to your younger self, what would it be?
1: I think for me, it's going to be, you know, don't take what people say to you or for you to your heart. Like I said earlier, don't judge yourself. basis what people are saying for you. Who I am uh, matters to me first. It doesn't matter to others. My happiness or my status in the society is made by me and not by others. Because when I was growing up, like I said, um, I would judge myself for every other thing. Even till now, I feel when I make silly mistakes, for example, I question whether, is it because I didn't train myself in this. I don't have the qualifications. I didn't go to school to study this, say, you know, something which dealt with numbers and analytical skills or something. But I've honed it. I've honed it. And I look back and I tell myself that if I had not judged myself in that given moment, I would have been in a better place than where I am today.
0: We are not mirrors of what other people say to us or about us. It's so important that you find your happiness and you define yourself and I think that's one of the biggest struggles for anyone to not let that that affect you or let other people define you because like you say the one person that matters is you and then what would you say has been your biggest challenge in your career? I think one of the
1: challenges I've faced time and again is for others to accept Sort of my boldness, or the inquisition I've had towards things that that I don't understand, or I have felt that this is leaning on bias or inequality. Wherever I've st- and said this, this is something which is which is not making sense to me. It is or It is more often than not taken as boldness, like you're in in the face of something, and you you can't be this because you have to be this. You have to be submissive. You can't be aggressive, whereas one cannot, won't be, I wouldn't be aggressive as such. But what I'm questioning, the words that I'm using to question to say, hey, I don't understand this. I don't think it's right. Sometimes I feel um, is perceived as boldness, whereas it's just inquisition. I haven't been empowered within my career where I can hold ambitious thoughts, where I can act on ambitious thoughts.
0: I think bold is not a negative thing at all. I remember reading something around if a woman challenges something, she's labelled as bossy or aggressive, whereas if a man does it, he's confident. And I think there is this this difference. I really appreciate you talk, talking to me today as well and, and being on the podcast, because I think it's so important that we have the perspective of Asia. Because the only way to strive towards some kind of equality is for everyone to be included. Can't stop uh, getting to the UK and thinking, oh, we're probably there now, if not every other woman around the world isn't there too. So, yeah, I think it's so important that your voice is heard as well.